Good morning, everybody. You're tuned in to Thoughts by DeVille D.I. I am your host, DeVille D.I. Man, it's cooling off in Atlanta, man. Temperature dropped last night, and it is a tad bit nippy out there, but that ain't gonna stop nothing <clears throat> because we still got things to do and we still got stuff to get done. Man, I, I found this out. Uh, uh, <laughs> know if y'all heard about this one or not, but Michael B. Jordan. Uh, A.K.A. Adonis Creed, star of the movie Creed and Creed 2. If you're not familiar with Creed, I'll give you a short little rundown. Creed is pretty much like an extension of the Rocky franchise in which Michael B. Jordan plays Adonis Creed, the son of Apollo Creed, uh, who was killed by, what's his name, Dragic, and I believe it was Rocky Four. So he's the son of of Adonis Creed and he decides to follow in his father's footsteps and he's trained by um the one and only Rocky uh in in the first movie and I believe in the second I haven't seen the second myself but <clears throat> so he he said uh, recently that he thinks that he could beat Roy Jones Jr. now not Roy Jones Jr. of the past but Roy Jones Jr. currently now today and Mr. Jones actually responded he's had a conversation with TMZ when TMZ asked him about Jordan's comments he said you know I've never ducked a fight in my life and he went on to say that if he really wants that smoke he still can't beat me meaning Michael B. Jordan still can't beat me now we know that Michael B. Jordan is in phenomenal shape right now. This dude is in probably the best shape I've seen. Well, I'm not just going to say for him. He's he's in the better shape of, of people that I have seen, period. Especially people that are not bodybuilders or in the fitness industry. And now we know that he has had some boxing training, at least for this movie. I don't know whether he boxes you know, in his spare time or anything like that. All I know is that he boxes for this movie, and I'm pretty sure he got some training for this movie, but I'm kind of doubting that he could beat Roy Jones even now. I don't know what shape Roy Jones is in right now because, you know, nowadays every time you see him, he's wearing a suit. He's just, you know, kind of sitting at the announcement table talking, so on and so forth, but I know he's still has his wits about him, and he's, you know, a veteran, man, I mean, Roy Jones Jr. is pound for pound, one of the best boxers of all time, and even in his old age, I do not think that um, Adonis Creed, I mean, Michael B. Jordan could beat him, I mean, y'all must have forgot Mr. will put his hands behind his back and bob and weave before he knocked out, knocked you out, y'all must have forgot Mr. Jones has uh, obtained knockouts from body blows, y'all must have forgot Mr. Jones broke his hand in the fight and just proceeded to beat the guy to death with his hand that wasn't broken. Y'all must have forgot that he dropped that song. Y'all must have forgot, and it was a hot song. I don't care what nobody says. Y'all must have forgot, and we are not going to disrespect Mr. Jones, one of the legends of boxing, by saying that an actor is just going to walk in here and beat him, a novice at the best. Now, we seen when, think about it like this, we seen when Mayweather fought McGregor, right? And 
these were two fighters, different arenas, different genres of fighting, but these are two fighters, and McGregor was not able to hang with uh, Floyd Mayweather uh, in that boxing ring in a live boxing match. Now, I'm going to say this. McGregor at times did hold his own during the fight. It wasn't like he just went in there and got washed, but at the end of the day, he was not able to go, you know, round for round and, 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 and perform at that level, you know, throughout that whole fight. And I think the same exact thing would happen if we got a Michael B. Jordan versus Roy Jones Jr. fight. I'm hoping it happened. I think it would be a very entertaining exhibition, but I don't think, you know, Michael B. Jordan can hold his own against Roy Jones. I, I, I think, this is how I think it would go because of Michael B. Jordan's youth and uh, uh, his fitness level right now. It wouldn't be uh, an easy win, but you have to think about the fact that Roy Jones Jr. has years and years and years of experience, and it's hard to top experience at doing something. So he knows how to walk that ring. He knows how to cut that ring off. He knows how to get um, his opponent in the position where he wants him to be able to pummel him, you know. But I don't know what kind of power he has left, and I don't know what kind of power – Michael B. Jordan has, period, because, you know, the only time we've seen him fight is in movies. But Roy said they can do it if they want to do it. And I'm all for it. Because, see, the way I'm looking at it, for I'm looking at it from both sides, right? Roy pretty much has nothing to lose. He's His legacy is solidified. He's going to go down in history as, and already is written in history as pound for pound, one of the greatest boxers ever and he is retired and he would be essentially coming out of retirement to take this fight so it's really michael b jordan that has something at stake because it's not like roy has never lost before and then with his age look at it like this it's just like you think about this is the way uh, a lot of men look at it as uh if they were getting into the altercation you know with like a homosexual guy because at the end of the day, this guy is still a man. A lot of people forget that part of it. He may, you know, uh, uh, have his own specific desires as far as his sexuality. But at the end of the day, this is still a man. But if you get into a fight with a, with a gay guy, if you win, people are going to be like, oh, why did you beat up the gay guy? That was wrong. Because they're taking away the fact that this is... Still a man, he took, you know, he came out there and gave his best effort. But if the gay guy beats you, then everybody's like, oh, the gay guy beat you up. Because like I'm saying, they're taking away, it's kind of like they're trying to minimize his manhood because of his sexual preference. It's the same thing that if Michael B. Jordan fights Roy Jones Jr. If Michael B. Jordan wins, they're going to say, Oh, uh, you beat up Roy Jones Jr. He was old, retired, out of shape. You know, that's really nothing special. But then on the other end, if he beats, if he beat, if he gets beat by Roy, they're going to say, oh, man, you let that old man come in there and whoop your ass. So, I mean, Michael's the one that really that has 
can stand to lose some of the reputation, I guess you'll say, because I'm pretty sure this bout isn't going to be about money or have a big, a hot purse or something like that. They probably do it for charity or something of that nature. But even if Roy went in there and loses, it's like, okay, well, I'm old and retired. I mean, what do you expect? You know, this young fit guy came in there. But don't sleep on Roy, uh, Mr. B. Jordan. Just because you done hit the gym a couple of times and you hit the heavy bag and you hit the speed bag and you ran a couple of miles and had some dirt bikes chasing you through Philly and somebody called you champ, does not mean you're really ready to take on the champ. Do not get that misconstrued, young man. Do not do that to yourself. I touched on this yesterday, so I'm going to have to, uh, you know, give you the update as different things unfold, you know, um, with this Dwight Howard situation. So, if you didn't listen to yesterday's episode of Morning Discipline, then just to keep you uh, up to date, Mason Elige had allegedly, well, not even allegedly, has come forward to quote-unquote expose Dwight Howard, the NBA player, for saying that they were in a relationship and that he found out that... um, Dwight was attending sex parties where he was having sex with all these other different guys. <clears throat> but what the development has showed, woo, that Mason Elige has also tried this before with the rapper Playboy Cardi, where he exposed some, quote unquote, I say, some tweets and things of that nature that were allegedly from playboy cardi and all that came out to be false it it was a lie he made it up right and on top of that uh, it also found where uh, mason elige had (laughs) it's gonna sound goofy but i'm just showing the uh, the uh character of this of this individual that's making these accusations had allegedly sold their friend a camera for $300 over the internet and then blocked the person, never sent them the camera. So, as I said uh, yesterday, lightly, this could be just a whole clout type of thing to drum up some attention because Mason is a writer, has a book out, um, I think it's called Industry Ho or something like that. So this could be just a plot, a ploy to... You know, drum up some interest of people and get their get their name out there talking like I'm talking about her now. But why wouldn't I talk about her? I'm doing some. Uh, I guess I'm part of the media now as a podcaster. You know what I mean? But and man, even if it isn't though, I still it's still a weird situation because even if Dwight Howard is um, homosexual, that's still his business to release and. This shouldn't be the way that it, it it came to the light, if it is true. But now, um, that that raises a lot of doubts, man. Once you find out that this person has tried this before with someone else and been disproven, you see what I'm saying? This may be a a case of extortion, to where, you know, how celebrities meet people might take a picture or something like that, or was trying to promote the book or DMs and. And then you can fake an account real easy on Instagram or Twitter. Or even You can even fake a phone number real easy with all these different apps they got out of there. So, but like I say, either way, either or, whether Dwight likes, you know, 
men or not, I mean, it's, it's still a, a wild situation for it to be coming out like this. But like I said, this isn't the first time I'm finding out. This isn't the first time where Mason has, has come out with some allegations against another celebrity. So I guess we're just going to have to see how it plays out. But y'all didn't come here for that, did you? Y'all came here for some morning discipline. And that's exactly what I'm going to give to you. Some morning discipline. So, morning uh, discipline. As we're moving through life, let's look at it like climbing a mountain, right? You start at the bottom. You look, it's a long, wet, hard climb up, right? The easiest part of this climb, more than likely, is going to be getting started because you probably can start off on a path you know you start off you got to walk up a trail a little bit till you get to a point where you actually have to start climbing a little bit then the higher you get you have to start using a little different types of tools and hardware to help you get up there and then the higher and higher that you get the harder that you get because you know exhaustion starts to set in and fear of failing starts to kick in because once you you start to get around that midway point now you got a good ways to go back down now you have something to lose if you lose your grip you know you're gonna tumble a long ways back down you know or <clears throat> if you give up you know it's gonna be just as hard if not harder that trip to the bottom as it would be for you to continue going towards the top so you don't give up you don't quit you keep climbing you keep climbing you keep climbing and finally you reach the top you reach the peak you reach the summit you've made it but why did you climb that mountain in the first place make sure that you're climbing that mountain so that you can get to the top in order for you to be able to see. Not so that you reach the top. So that you can be seen. What's the difference? Get to that peak, to that summit. So you can look around and get an understanding of the operation of the things around you. Or how the things work around you. Get a different perspective on life. Don't forget what it took for you to get to that peak, to that summit. Then you can radio down and help your brothers and sisters make that climb. Your coworkers, your friends, your family. Help you can look back and you can help them make that climb up to that peak, that summit with you because now you're on top, you got a clear view down. When you were coming up by yourself, nobody could tell you that ten feet to the right there's an easier way to get up to the next level. Nobody was there to tell you, don't touch that rock because that rock is loose. Or don't put your foot there because there's moss and it's slippery. You had to figure it all out on your own. 
But now you're able to look back down that mountain and tell the people that are coming up after you, hey, watch out for that moss right there when you get to this point. When you get over here, instead of coming this way, go around that way. It's a clear path. You won't have to climb right there. You can walk up a little bit. Don't reach for that uh, a handhold because if you do, the rocks is loose. It'll fall out. And you can help the people coming up after you to get to the top if you go up there with the intentions of getting there so that you can see. But if you go up there with the intentions of getting up there so that you can be seen, a lot of times you're going to be so happy that you're up there and people can see you up there. You forget. You forget to call back down and give wise counseling on how to attack this mountain. You forget to call back down and tell them the extra supplies that they should bring that'll help them make their journey up that mountain easier. You forget to call and tell them that there's snow on this part of the mountain, so go around to the other side because all you're focused on is now I'm up here and I can be seen. Everybody look at me on top of this mountain. I made it. Everybody look at me. I'm here. You're down there. Don't you wish you were up here? That's not or shouldn't be the point and the reason of you out here chasing the success. If you make it to the top and all your people are still at the bottom, did you really even make it to the top? Because it's going to get lonely up there. And eventually, those people that are trying to get to where you at, eventually, if they don't quit just where you didn't quit, they're going to make it to the top with you. So what are you going to do if it ever comes a time where you need to go back down? Or you fall down? You take a misstep, you tumble down halfway. And now you got to try to make your way back up to the top. And all the people that you ignored and just stood there and let them look at you while they were trying to get to the top or now at the top. How you think they're going to feel about lending you a hand to help you get back up to the top when you watch them work their way all the way from the bottom and gave no help, no assistance. Because you didn't get there to and start looking. You didn't get up there and start trying to see what you could see. You got up there and you just turned around and folded your arms and said, hey, everybody look at me. Thank y'all for tuning in to the VODI Thoughts by the VODI. Appreciate each and every last one of y'all. Take this information that I gave you and do with it what you will. But don't forget to get you some breakfast, some cream of wheat, some grits or something. Some oatmeal. Get it in your stomach because you're going to need energy to get out there and get shit done. Remember to be the reason somebody's motivated or masturbated today. Either way, you make a difference. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. And I get out there and do me a favor. Have an amazing day. Once again, thanks for tuning in to the VLDI Thoughts by the VLDI, the podcast. Peace.